Cura, this program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Wellington Access Radio, make your voice heard. Let's kick off the show with some news items. Now, it's been a pretty weird week for the trans community in New Zealand. Um, there have been some great things happening and some not-so-great things happening. So let's start off with the not-so-great news that uh, Family First have released a um, document that they're planning to send out to schools saying uh, that it's just transphobia in a document, really. It's um, saying that um, transgender students are not allowed to use the bathrooms that they feel comfortable using, and they've employed a lawyer to back up the evidence and everything, and it's just, yeah, (laughs) I don't even know what to say. Good news is that um, Inside Out is hopefully releasing their uh, documents very soon. Um, so, documents on um, resources for transgender students or gender diverse students. Um, yeah, so that's exciting, um, and hopefully that will counteract what Family First have to say about us. So. Um, also in the news this week, uh, a transgender character is playing a transgender. Sorry, a transgender actor is playing a transgender character on Shortland Street, which is, from what I understand, the first time in New Zealand TV history that this is happening. So it's really exciting to see a transgender uh, actor on mainstream TV playing a transgender character. Um, their name is Tash Kitty. They're 20 years old, and their first episode that they were in was aired last night, I believe. Um, I watched it. I don't usually watch um, Shortland Street, but no, it was it was really good. And, I mean, I think they're, they've got a one-year contract, so their character will be developed throughout the year. But, yeah, let's hope that this is the start of some more positive uh, trans media representation. Um, I'm sure it will be. And if we keep up the work we're doing, then hopefully in the future the world might be a better place. Um, Also, gender-neutral bathrooms um, that I touched on quickly with Family First. Well, Onslow College and Wellington High have recently uh, agreed to uh, build gender-neutral bathrooms in the school, which is fantastic news. Um, Hopefully uh, there'll be role models for other schools to, to follow on from them and yeah we'll just hopefully see um, a growth of awareness around the need for accommodating transgender students or gender diverse students um, within school um, for their health and safety and well-being so yeah that's fantastic news so last week was Wellington Pride Week and there were a lot of events happening Um, I can speak I wish there was someone else that had attended some other events here, but that's all right. I will cover what I can from the um, events that I went to, and would love to hear about um, your experiences. If you have, um, if you went to any of the events last week and you'd like to share your experiences, that'd be awesome too. Um, so, sort of, let's let's go chronologically. Um, on Saturday night. There was, just before Pride Week started, there was a, um event at Parliament and it was sort of celebrating the 30th anniversary of the homosexual law reform, um, which 
was a law that was passed 30 years ago um, by Fran Wilde and some other politicians. Um, yeah, it was it was a pretty big moment, I guess, for the queer community in, in New Zealand. Um, and it's been 30 years since then, so in that evening some politicians spoke and uh, people who were there at the time, um, activists, people from... You know, all all sorts of um, all sorts of roles that that made this law be able to be passed, which was really insightful, especially from a young perspective, because obviously you know people who are less than thirty years old don't you know they don't um, know what it was like to to be living in that time. So having so hearing you know first hand experiences of of the things that people did and the time and the effort and the energy they put in to fighting for the basic human rights is it was it was very insightful and yeah really gave a lot of um i guess a lot of dimension to the time that we might have not been alive in but we could sort of imagine what it would have been like at that time and um a few young people spoke as well, which was really cool to hear sort of, you know, what still needs to be happening because obviously this is just, you know, this was almost the start of of our rights being heard. And from here we still have a lot to go. I mean, yes, marriage equality has um, did pass a couple of years ago, but we still have so many issues regarding, you know, young trans people not having adequate access to health care, we have um, non-binary erasure. We have so many, so many um, different issues that still need to be addressed and that aren't really being heard by the mainstream. So, got a way to go, but it was it was sounding very positive from that perspective. That you know, us the, the new generation that's coming in, you know, really want to um, really want to make a change, which is very positive. Um, in my opinion. Um, so on Monday, uh, Inside Out held an all-ages event at the Preservatorium on Webb Street, and that was Pride on Board, which is a... Um, it was a board games evening where people came and just had fun, had ate cookies, drank tea, I'm guessing. I wasn't there, um, but tea sounds like something that people would drink at an event like that <laughs> um yeah i heard that it was a great success and people had lots of fun i saw some photos on facebook everyone looked like they were having an awesome time i think that some money was raised for inside out which is really cool um so thank you to everyone who came and also thank you so much to the organizers who put in so much effort and also to the sponsors um that sponsored us for prizes and stuff that was that was really cool as well so from Wednesday to Friday in Pride Week, so last week, uh, there was the Ilga Oceania Conference. Now, this was um, quite a big event uh, held at the Otago Medical School um, in Newtown, and a group of us um, had been organising it. Bella and I from Inside Out were sort of the youth representatives on the organising committee, and, yeah, so on Wednesday it kicked off... Um, with a trans pre-hui, actually, a pre, sorry, pre-conference hui, and yeah, that went really, really well. It was quite a special moment to have 
a, you know, a group of, say, more than 40 gender-diverse people from all over the world in, in one room having these really meaningful and productive discussions and just being in each other's company and having this sense of solidarity was just really, really incredible. So, yeah, thank you again to everyone who came to that and who organised that. Um, hopefully a lot of good things came out of it that we can, yeah, we can we can take and, and make change with. Um, so on Wednesday night was the opening of the pre-conference, oh, sorry, of the conference at the Whareiwaka, um, which is also, yeah, it was really cool to hear um, speeches from the tangata whenua and also the manahiri, so the um, visitors and the people, the guests, sorry, the, the guests and the people the, of the land, so the, the people from Wellington. Um, yeah, that was a really lovely way to open the ceremony. Now the next two, sorry, the conference. Um, so the next two days on Thursday and Friday, we had uh, yeah two full days of workshops, plenary sessions, networking, connecting with other people from the rainbow community. Sorry, I use the term rainbow community, but that obviously um, encompasses everyone, even if rainbow is a bit um, sounds a bit exclusive. Um, yeah, it was just a fantastic, fantastic couple of days where I think a lot of really insightful discussions were held particularly I just want to point out among um, it was really interesting to hear the Pacifica voices so we had quite a few people from um, various um, islands in the Pacific um, to hear their struggles and what they what's important to them and um, that's something we don't often hear in our western culture and in our society that's so Eurocentric um, so it's really important that we, that we remember that not everyone Know, identifies in the same ways and yeah no it was just it was a really really um really good to hear that perspective as well um we had discussions on climate change which again is a, an issue that we don't usually talk about in the context of um lgbt people sorry lgbtqi um that community i never know what to call it really um it's always so contested but yeah it was it was really, um, yeah, quite insightful to hear about how climate change affects um, people, especially living in vulnerable communities in the Pacific Islands, who are probably the most greatly affected by climate change. You know, um, something that stuck in my mind is that the island of Kiribati, um, they've actually already bought land on Fiji. Uh, because in 20 years' time, if climate change continues the way it does, they're going to be underwater. They're not going to have a country to live on. So they've bought land in Fiji, and they're also negotiating um, deals in Saudi Arabia to also buy land so that they can move their communities to those places without having to um, sort of separate from their communities, um, which is really disheartening, and it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. And I just... For people who deny that climate change is an issue, is just listen to that, and isn't that enough? You know, it's like we feel like we don't feel the effects of climate change, um, but we. I think it's time to wake up to the fact that this is an issue. It might not be the most, the biggest pressing issue for us. It might not seem like that, but it is, and it's going to affect every single 
living thing on this planet. So, yeah, having discussions about that and how it related to our community was really interesting because we um, were sort of exposed to the fact that when climate change is the biggest issue in a community, us as minorities are already... uh, Ignored, and so we're sort of put our our issues are pushed aside, and it's sort of figuring out how to facilitate, you know, both, um, yeah, just making sure that we're not forgotten about just because a bigger issue arises, and that yes, that we all have equal rights in every situation. So. Another huge um, thing that personally I was uh, made aware of more and I was educated on was um, intersex awareness. It's something that we really don't talk enough about in our community. Um, it's often stigmatised and you know the I stands for intersex, not invisible. And I think that's really important to remember um, to bring up, you know, we, we, we're sort of... We now understand that sexuality is more fluid than at first thoughts, not just gay and straight. We know that um, gender is also fluid. And sex, you know, there are so many different, um, you know, it's it's a diverse, sex is diverse as well. Not everyone is born male or female. An interesting way of looking at it is actually there are more intersex people than um, red-headed people. So if you think about how many red-headed people you know, you know, we're, we're bound to know a few as human beings, so we're also bound to know intersex people as well in our communities. And for them to be invisible, that's just not on. And we need to also make sure that intersex people are being um, included within when we're learning about health and healthcare. So, um, and also in sorry, in um, health education classes in secondary school as well. That is very, very important. Um, And, yeah, that was something I felt quite like I needed to make more of an effort to um, educate other people and also myself on these issues. Yeah, so the conference overall was a really great success and hopefully everyone sort of came out with um, new perspectives on things and the realisation that our community is even more diverse than we might have already thought it was so yeah it was was very cool so hopefully lots of good things come out of that on Saturday was out in the parade sorry out in the park um, started off with the pride parade and it was a bit cloudy at first but it turned into a beautiful day so um there were so many people out, and yeah, it was it was all around really fantastic um, to see so many young people. I think it's probably the biggest, sorry, the first time that this many young people, um, I'd say over a hundred, it's just a guess, but that looked like that, that, you know, we were all there together, which was so cool to have that presence. Um, so Inside Out and Outer Spaces had a sort of um, separate gazebo stall just for youth, which was really cool. And we um, we had the Cancer Society gazebo, um, so it was a bit misleading because everyone came to us for sunscreen, but um, turns out that we didn't. We only had a half-empty bottle of um, a personal sunscreen there, so... I think sunscreen was delivered a bit later, but at least it got people to our store and then we could entice them and say, well, now that you're here, have you heard about Inside Out? So it sort of hopefully worked in our favour. Who knows? Um, 
but yeah, we sold some brownies and chocolate and young people took pictures and it was all round very, very good and very fun to be surrounded by like-minded people and feeling like your identity is heard. So that was a real positive. So that was quite a lengthy roundup of the events that I personally um, know of. I mean, there was also the Bi-Friendly Picnic and other events. There was the gay tour of in Zealandia, I think. Um, and I think there was some theatre to do with Pride. Yeah, but there were lots and lots of events, which is really cool. Anyway, that's enough talking from me. We're now going to play a song... Um, called Around Us by Yonsei and just um, you are listening to Melanchthon Access Radio on 783 AM I see the walls and see them fall you break through them all I see you crawl now you stand Surface breaks, we swim underwater. 
voice because he's um, part of a band called Sigur Ross as well and they do a lot of music for like soundtracks and ads and things like that so um, personally one of my favourite musicians so it might be a bit of a biased song choice but I reckon that um, he's great and you should definitely listen to more Sigur Ross and Yonsei, I can recommend that um, yeah so just me on the show today um (laughs) it would have been nice if someone maybe was here so we could talk and it wasn't just my monotonous droning on about (laughs) pride week but no that's cool um i'm sure next next time will be much more dynamic with other people's opinions and stuff um i can obviously only speak from my perspective so i hope that's all right with all you guys um Another thing that I wanted to mention about the um, the conference, actually, was that Bella and I um, reported back on the youth hui and the, um, the workshops and the surveys that we conducted. And it was um, really cool to see the maybe older generation um, engaging with the information that we were presenting and, yeah, just being really supportive and... Um, wanting to know more about the, the work that we had done um, in, in getting youth voices into the um, conference. One thing about the conference was that not many young people could attend because it was during school times and the um, the registration costs were a bit high. So, yeah, um, next time it'll be great to see maybe some scholarships or some subsidies um, for young people so that they can attend because it would be so beneficial for everyone um especially yeah and um i guess because we're the next people that are sort of moving up and and um and yeah i guess the world is changing pretty rapidly so i think our voices are really important um when we are affecting that change so um yeah the, the youth survey results pretty much all very um expected there's you know not enough support and people still struggle at school with um, attitudes not only from peers so their own other students in their class but also teachers and counselors which is a real worry because um you know qsas might be set up in schools but they're more student-led and and student-based but 
you know the teachers also need this education because there's still there's still a bit of ignorance um surrounding those issues so it would be really cool to um have a look at that and see how we can support counselors and teachers i guess educate them on the issues and, and what not to say and how you know i think it's important not to make assumptions as well um Another thing that was quite shocking was the amount of people that felt um, there was a negative portrayal of us in the media. Um, yeah, I think it was something like a ridiculous amount. I think it was like 90-something percent of responses were negative. So there's definitely a need for more people. I think, you know, if we could get gender-diverse journalists out there or people um, from sexual minorities, like, you know making like creating this these um creating you know art or just media i guess in the form of you know film or or news stories or books or you know music anything to do with that sort of thing like um it would be very beneficial if we could get our voices you know from us out there into the mainstream so that people realize that we exist as well that would be great um yeah i think the problem is that people are you know for example people are using cis actors cisgender actors to play transgender characters and that's not fair because there are so many talented transgender actors out there and they're not getting the role you know they're not getting the opportunity to play these characters who they can connect with who you know maybe a cisgender person doesn't have that authentic experience of living um as a transgender person. So it's just little things like that, well, not little things, actually quite big things, um, that really we need to see change in the media because the media is so influential, especially you know as social media increases and the platforms um, are becoming way more you know, um, available for, for everyone to you know, voice their opinions on. It's really important that we make sure that we tackle those negative uh, portrayals in the media and that's something that was a a huge response um, and really evident from the um, the surveys and the workshops that we did so it would be awesome to take that further and um, sorry take the surveys and the workshops further and and really expand on you know finding actually what we can do and finding action um, for those yeah so that it's not just all talk and that we're actually doing stuff to make to make these changes. If you have any suggestions on how, we would love to hear <laughs> from you. We're, um, yeah, we're just making sure that people are aware um, that young people have very valid things to say and, yeah, that their experiences are completely, you know, relevant and important to list, be listened to. Next week on the show, sorry, not next time on the show, I should say, um, we'll be talking about minority sexual identities. So that's asexuality, aromanticism, um, all those identities that are often forgotten about or really invisible within our community. So, yeah, keep your eyes and ears um, peeled for for that. Um, Yeah, it's going to be... I think it's going to be good to shed some light on that because I don't really feel like it gets talked about that much. Um, So, yeah, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Um, I'm sorry it's just been a one-sided sort of 
yarn, but let's hope that there might be someone next week who will come and join me in the studio um, to have some good chats and we can we can exchange info and everything like that. So, yeah, should be really good. Um, have a great t- two weeks until I, well, until we hear you next time. <laughs> no, you hear us next time. We don't hear you, but um, we can hear you if you want to say something on the Inside Out Facebook. That program was brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard.